Episode of the Takedown, as always, brought to you by Phone Soap. Go to phonesoap.com. Use the code. Sorry, use the code Takedown. You get twenty percent off your order. I fuck up these intros so bad. I always feel like uh, like Boomhauer whenever I do them because I'm trying to like say so much. And Dolly's fucking eating behind me. She's so loud. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, what is up, everybody? Uh, I took a week off. I was on vacation up in Michigan, hanging out with Alicia Zapatella. Um, I'd never been to Michigan before, so if I have any Michigan listeners, uh, which analytically speaking, I do. Um, you guys have a beautiful fucking state. What a super cool fucking place. Uh, I've never been. I've lived in Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, Florida, Arizona. I've lived like all over and I've traveled all over. I think the furthest, uh, like north that I've been, uh, is probably Chicago. Well, like north, uh, I shit, I guess like, like northwest. Uh, the furthest that I've been was Chicago. And Michigan's fucking cool. Uh, I was in great company. Alicia's fucking incredible. Uh, she defends her Atomweight World Championship next Friday. Access TV. Dolly is behind me. Like, you good? It's my co-host Dolly again, by the way. Um, Access TV, Facebook, YouTube. You can find it. Just type in Invicta and watch. She's going to do absolutely incredible. She uh, looked great, felt great in the gym. Uh, she's going to fucking kill it. She's on a different level. No atom weight on the fucking planet is going to touch that belt. Um, so I'm super excited for that next week. This weekend, Charles Oliveira versus Mike Chandler, the main event, UFC 262. I think it's 262. I'm terrible with these fucking numbers. Uh, co-main event, Tony Ferguson, Benil Dariush. That is a fucking stacked card, like, from start to finish. I'm trying to bring up the actual card now Mike Chandler versus Charles Oliveira is the main event for the lightweight title I'm so fucking pumped like I literally can't put into words how excited I am for this fight uh, Mike Chandler has been one of my faves for a long time I've actually had a couple conversations with Mike and he's like a really stand up person really good dude um, Charles Oliveira dude he has such an inspiring story he had a uh, a heart murmur when he was born and like some uh like some sort of like bone atrophy or some shit i'm probably like i'm probably butchering the fuck out of that but super inspiring they doctors apparently told his family he would never be able to walk and he's about to fight for a ufc lightweight title it's fucking unreal you know what i mean like fucking incredible um if you are a betting man which I've learned a lot of you guys are. Um, I'm betting Mike Chandler. And I'm betting in the first round. And it's not because I'm biased. It's not because, like, I'm trying to 
you know, trying to be cool for Mike. No, hell no, nah, dude. I truly think Mike Chandler knocks out Charles Oliveira in the first round. Uh, looking forward to, like, the lightweight title picture. I think that in the DP Connor rematch, I think Dustin probably finishes Connor again. Probably on the ground this time. I, I truly cannot see Conor McGregor beating Dustin Poirier anywhere that fight goes. Um, so I'm thinking that DP probably beats Conor in the third fight. Uh, after that, then potentially we could get like a Conor Tony fight. And it's going to be Mike Chandler versus Dustin Poirier for the, uh, the lightweight, the lightweight title. I almost said strap and scrap at the same time. Scrap. I don't know. You guys know I'm like bad at English. I mean, like I was going to go to college to be an English teacher, but like bad at speaking English. I speak fucking like banjo most of the time. Very similar to Boomhauer, actually. Who, if everything went well in editing, uh, definitely introed the show for me. So, yeah. I got my co-host, Dolly, behind me. Uh, I've got my other co-host, Riley, right beside me. Riley's my husky and Dolly is my Australian shepherd. They're both total fucking assholes. And they just want to like parade around the fucking room the entire time I'm talking. The second that I stop talking, they like lay down. Dolly's going all thumper right now. UFC 262 is such a stacked fucking card. I'm just looking at it. Uh, Oliver and Chandler, I already gave my prediction on that. Tony Ferguson versus Benil Dariush, the co-main event. Um, honestly, like I love Tony Ferguson. Benil is a scary fucking fight for him, though. Benil's coming in at number nine, ranked in the world. Tony's at number five. Tony, like, you got you got absolutely dismantled by Justin Gaethje. Like, that is, like, that's perfectly fine when you, like, when you truly think about, like, the grand scheme of the lightweight division. Like, that's perfectly fine. Justin Gaethje's a motherfucker, man. Justin Gaethje's probably my favorite fighter to watch. Uh, Justin Gaethje, Max Holloway, and Shane Burgos, my top three, like, my favorite people to watch. Um... When you when you take into account that he got when uh, fuck when you take into account that Tony got beat by uh, Justin, that's like that's a loss that's not like you can't really hold that against Tony. You know what I'm saying? And then the the scenario surrounding that entire fight, you know, Tony was preparing for Khabib. Uh, Tony cut weight twice in like a month or or two weeks, whatever it was. Right? You can't really hold that against him. But Tony's last fight against Oliveira. Um, Oliveira dismantled him. Like, Tony had nothing for Oliveira whatsoever. Um, so that's what kind of worries me is that maybe I'm worried that we're potentially looking at a, like a waning Tony Ferguson, like a Tony that's on his, on his way out, one foot out the door. If that's the case, I would hope to fuck that he can get that, that Conor McGregor fight because Tony's honestly, Tony's been a staple in the lightweight division for so fucking long that it would be a shame for him to not get that payday. You know what I mean? <clears throat> um, I'm going with Tony Ferguson, though. You know, I'm I'm looking at the Tony Ferguson that fought Anthony Pettis or the Tony Ferguson that fought Kevin Lee or RDA, like equally as dangerous, equally as dangerous of people, and he was able to go out there and do what Tony fucking does, dude. Tony, Tony kind of like... Uh, like Tony likes firefights. He like he likes that kind of chaos, and and I think that Benil's gonna come out. Benil hits fucking hard, dude. Benil flatlined Ricard close. Like 
Benil hits fucking hard. But I guarantee Benil does not hit harder than Justin Gaethje. Or I bet that uh, he's not going to hit harder than what I'm thinking was like maybe a potentially prime Kevin Lee or a Cowboy, RDA. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I, – I think – I don't think Dariush has anything that Tony hasn't seen before. So if I'm a betting man, I'm saying that Tony probably submits Dariush honestly. Um. The fight before that, Matt Schnell versus Bontorin. Uh Schnell's the favorite. I'm going with Schnell. Uh, Caitlin Chukagian is also on this main card. And funny story about Ch- Caitlin Chukagian is earlier this week, fans have noticed that she only follows 14 accounts on Twitter, and they're all all 14 of them are porn accounts. So then fans dug a little deeper, and they went into her likes, and all of her likes are African-American pornography. You know, because Twitter doesn't give a fuck about nudity. Um, there are so many blacked jokes floating around on Twitter concerning Kaylin Chukagian. It's like I'm literally living for it. Like, I, I fucking love it. Um, and so, with that being said, I'm going to... I'm going to pull for my girl, Caitlin Chukagian, against against uh, Arujo. I mean, fuck, man. She's went through the fucking ringer this week. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like Caitlin Chukagian. I said she was my girl a minute ago. I don't really like her at all. But, uh, you know, I'm going to do it for the culture. I'm going to pull for you for the culture, but do better. You know what I'm saying? Just, just do better. And kicking off this motherfucking main card, dude. Shane motherfucking Burgos coming in against Edson Barboza. Shane the Hurricane. I think Hurricane Shane is going to have way too much for Edson Barboza. Shane is a motherfucker, dude. Like, Shane took Josh Emmett, like, to the brink. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shane was arguably winning the first round against Calvin Cater. Uh, Shane is my dark horse at, at featherweight, honestly. Um, that dude's just pure fucking chaos, and I love it. Edson Barboza is another one of those guys that I think might just be on the Dolly and the cat are like not friends with each other right now. Oh, the cat gave up. Um, Edson Barboza is one of those people that I just think might be on the the end of his career too, like the decline. And that's nothing against these people either. To be on the end of your career, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like, these are people who, and you got to remember, like, these are people who have dedicated their fucking life to entertaining us. So, the disrespect, like, online that I see fighters get is fucking mind-blowing to me. Uh, J. Cole's new album, The Off Season, dropped this morning. There's a line right off the fucking rip, dude. And it says that, uh, I can't remember the exact context, but it's, it's something along the lines of, like, if you're broke and you're online clowning a millionaire, like who's really winning? Like that's honestly like if you've never fought a day in your fucking life and you're criticizing fighters, like, bruh, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Um, with that being said, I think Edson is on the, uh, the end of his career. I think Shane, dude, Shane's just up and coming full of fucking steam. Like, wet behind the ears like he's fucking ready to go you know what I mean like that is a that's a kid who fucking loves chaos so I'm gonna have to give it to Hurricane Shane 
Finishing off the prelim card, Lando motherfucking Venata versus Mike Grundy. I don't know if it's true or not. I heard Mike Grundy used to be a fucking hockey player. Shout out Nashville Predators, by the way. I'm a, I'm a hockey fan. Um, regardless of that, Lando Venata has one of the sweetest fucking head kick knockouts of all time against, uh, gosh, what is that fella's name? Cowboy broke his jaw. It's that fucking Canadian dude. This is going to really bother me. Anyways, it's a fucking sweet-ass spin kick knockout. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, that name is just literally fucking escaping me right now. I'll probably think of it like 10 minutes ten minutes from now. So just if you have a stopwatch, like set it for 10 minutes and just wait and see if I remember this fucking guy's name. Um, and I promise I'm not going to Google it. Um, I just spoke on that new J. Cole album a second ago. That shit is fire. Holy fucking shit, dude. The offseason dropped today, May the 14th. The very first song, 95 South. Holy fucking shit, dude. Like, shit just goes unreal. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and the way that it starts off, too, he talks about the offseason, and then he, he kind of gets into it. He says, Cole been going platinum since CDs was around. Like, holy fuck, dude. Like, he just went off in this fucking song, man. Uh, could put an M right on your head. Now you're Luigi's brother. Like, what the fuck, dude? He went fucking off. I fucking love J. Cole, dude. When I was living in North Carolina, I was living in Salisbury, which is, like, not too, too far from Charlotte. And everybody in Charlotte was, like, going the fuck off about baby. This is right before baby like, really blew up. And I was just happy to, like, be, like, near where J. Cole was from. You know what I'm saying? Like, J. Cole, to me, is, like, like my all-time favorite rappers are, like, of course, Mac Miller is number one. J. Cole's got to be my number two, bro. Like, there ain't nobody that is ever going to compare to J. Cole. Uh, and if you ask me, like, who I have in, like, this projected... Um, I don't know, like, like greatest rapper alive right now thing. You know that they like. You know how like the the debate's always been like Tupac or Biggie, and now like our debate like for this generation is like Kendrick or Cole. I got J Cole all day long, bro. I love Kendrick, but I got J Cole all fucking day long. It's a sweet ass fucking album, dude. I'm really fucking enjoying this album. I'm listening to this Chris Stapleton album, Starting Over. Um, I have this this habit where like when I, when an album will drop. I'll do one, like, one solo listen, like, all the way through, and then I'll just kind of go back and pick, like, back and forth. So that's what I've done with this album not too long ago. Um, and then I bought, the like, the physical CD, so I just put it in my car yesterday, and I was fucking jamming, dude. Uh, the number nine song on this starting over album, Whiskey Sunrise, shit. Come on now. Who's got a better voice than Chris Stapleton? You know what I mean? Like, who fucking really has a better voice than Chris Stapleton? I've been listening to a lot of motherfucking Wheeler Walker Jr. lately. For anybody that doesn't know who that is, it's the eating pussy, kicking ass dude. Um, Which, like, you know, who doesn't love a good song about eating pussy and kicking ass? Yeah, who doesn't love a good eating pussy kicking ass song? 
Uh, I love Wheeler Walker Jr. though. Um, his real name, like if you want to Google that dude, it's, it's Ben Carson. He's a comedian. He's fucking hilarious. For some reason, this album just turned up in my fucking, like in my shuffle, and I'm just stuck on it. Uh, but I'm also stuck on Willie Watson's new song, uh, Midnight Special. Actually, it's not new. I just I just looked. It's not new at all. It's 20, 2014. Willie Watson was in Old Crow Medicine Show, which shout out OCMS. Uh, I'm also jamming Danny Warsnop, who like used to be in the band Asking Alexandria and then became a total fucking yeehaw cowboy. And uh, his new shit's phenomenal. Uh, this Tory Lane's Playboy album's fire right now. Uh, Ramen and fucking OJ, dude. Joyner Lucas and Little Baby. What the fuck? Bruh. Bruh. This is my motherfucking pump-up song for life now. Like, for life. Uh, and the last new thing that I'm listening to is Mod Sun's new album, Internet Killed the Rockstar. The first song on the album, Karma, Fire. Second song on, song on the album, Bones, Fire. Third song on the album, Flames, with fucking Avril Lavigne. Check out the irony of this. The song's called Flames. The song is fucking fire. Um. Oh, shit. This Tillian album, Factory Reset. Shit. Fire. Um. <laughs> sorry, I just... Fire. Uh. Yeah, sorry. Fire. Sorry, I had to do it one more time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. What else happened today? So today, the video has surfaced of Nick Diaz and the gypsy fucking king, Tyson Fury, a.k.a. the greatest boxer alive, a.k.a. the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time. I'm probably going to catch shit from the older people that listen to this podcast who are going to tell me Mike, or, uh, excuse me, who are going to tell me Muhammad Ali is the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time. I'm saying it's Tyson Fury, hands down, bar none. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> Tyson Fury and Nick Diaz were training together at Nick Diaz Academy. Yo. Nick Diaz was teaching this motherfucker how to how to defend takedowns. And they looking too motherfucking hot for Francis Ngannou and John Jones right now. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, I'm just scrolling Twitter right now and Caitlin Chukagian memes are fire. Um Boogerbeard is back on Twitter for anybody that's curious. If you follow Boogerbeard, you know exactly who I'm talking about and what I'm talking about. If you don't, then fuck you. Uh, let's see here. Oh, if you guys want the, the fucking full Invicta FC card that's coming up next Friday, by the way, I meant to read that a moment ago and I just, you know, y'all know me. Y'all know what these solo podcasts do to me. I just fucking jump around a lot. Let's look at this card here. I just saved it a moment ago. Uh... So it looks like we're going to have a six-card, uh, six-card, fuck, a six-fight main card. Fucking A. Um, Pone versus Yondoli, Flyweight, Strawweight, Klein versus Melendez, uh, which are the two prelims. And then the main card, four fights on the main card, Stortz versus Favela, Miller versus Guthrie, co-main event, Alicia motherfucking Zapatella fighting Jessica Delboni. And for the main event, in the uh, flyweight division, Rodriguez versus Torcado. This is a big card for Invicta. It's going to be a super sick-ass card to watch. Uh, tune in, access TV, YouTube, or Facebook. Check out 
Alicia doing fucking work. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Just check her out. Doing work. Gonna fucking kill it. And look beautiful doing it. So, there's that. Um, last week on the weekly forecast, my brother and I answered questions with our mothers. It was fucking terrible. Like, honestly. Like, it was just, it was fucking terrible. Um, so if you want that bit of humor in your life, like, by all means, go listen. Uh, I was traumatized. Like, I was so scared of the questions that we were gonna get. Because you guys know, like, the weekly forecast is, like, the most... Like, the questions are so fucking bad sometimes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not bad, like, as in, like, the, like people ask bad questions. But people ask questions that are, like, X-rated or R-rated. You know what I'm saying? Like, TVMA kind of shit. And I was so worried that we were going to get, like, nothing but sex questions. Turns out we actually got really good questions that week for our moms that were pretty well tamed. The very last question was about a hot tub, and I was just sitting beside my mom listening to this this very southern hillbilly fella talk about these jets on a hot tub and how good they felt and i was just like fuck me dude like what did i do in life to deserve this moment you know what i'm saying like like what did i do to get here but it was fun i mean it was a cool experience with my mom uh it was a cool experience with scotty's mom like we i i talk a lot of shit about that but like we actually had a really like a load of fun so, you know, it wasn't all bad. Um, this is going to be a short episode, guys. I'm so sorry that I've been absent. Like I said, I was on vacation and then came back. I've been catching up uh, at the gym, like trying to trying to get my class moving back on schedule and and uh, just really like working on myself, honestly. Like I've, I've like Michigan was such a positive experience for me and, and coming back, I feel very inspired afterwards and um just trying to like do the the right things and trying to do the good things, you know, eating good, living better, whatever the fuck Drake said, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, check us out. The weekly forecast. Uh, go check out Mike Chandler versus Charles Oliveira this weekend. It's gonna be a fucking banger of a fight next weekend. Be sure to tune in to watch Alicia's title fight. Check that shit out. Um, try to think of what like what else we have going on. Um, oh shit, we got like uh, merch now, by the way, and we're like definitely, like we're not giving that shit away, but we're definitely trying to get rid of some of it, so, you know, drop a DM at the Takedown Podcast or at the Weekly Forecast and maybe we'll like fucking just send you some shit. Sorry, Dolly is literally just like playing with her toys as close to the mic as she can get. Um, she just likes her daddy. I guess. Um, I'm going to jump, but before I do, remember this, like your impact or like the impact that you have on people, like you might not understand it in the moment, but definitely, like definitely try to think uh, about that moving forward, right? So like I always try to give you guys some positive shit. So I'm going to tell you guys a story. There's this preacher doing tent revivals, right? And he hates it absolutely fucking hates his job ready to quit and so he decides on this particular night this is the last tent revival i'm ever doing i'm done with this right that night at the very last tent revival he ever done a little boy walked up to be saved and that little boy was billy graham you do not understand the impact of your actions of your words of Anything that you do 
until you have like this long-term effect, right? Like we don't understand things until we see it in the bigger picture. So moving forward, try to be mindful of yourself, of what you associate yourself with, of, of who you are. Try to be mindful of, of who and what you are, right? Because your impact, your impact is unreal, right? You don't, you don't understand in the moment and that's perfectly fine. Like we're not, like we're not built to be critical thinking machines. That's a fucking computer for you. Like we're not built like a computer. We're built like fucking human beings. Like we make mistakes. We, we fuck up, we fail and then we come back. Right. Try to be mindful of your impact and how it can potentially affect others moving forward. That's all I'm saying. I hit you guys with some really philosophical shit sometimes, and then sometimes I just come at y'all full fucking boomhauer, and I'm just like, don't do butt drugs and PCP. You know, it's it's really like a fucking toss-up with me sometimes. I got some sweet guests lined up for next week. Everything's going to be back on track. I super promise. Sorry for the delayed episode. I love the fuck out of you guys. Hit the link in the bio, or don't. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm just kidding. I really do. I'm just kidding. I totally give a fuck. I love you guys. You guys are so fucking incredible. Even on weeks that I don't drop, like I never really drop uh, like listeners or anything. And I'm so fucking grateful for that. I'm truly, truly fucking grateful for you guys. You guys are absolutely incredible. I love every single one of you. Go out there. Focus on your impact. Focus on your legacy. Focus on who the fuck you are. Right, You got to remind motherfuckers sometimes because it's easy to get in this habit of letting motherfuckers dictate who you are or letting someone else decide who you're going to be today. Right, And we give people this power by letting other people control our moods or control our actions. Right, So don't do that. Remind them who the fuck you are. Go out there. Be the best motherfucking you that you can be and live your fucking life, bro. Hey, I'm partying with some fat chicks this weekend. I need some Molly. Can you give me a call back? I've been trying to call you. I'm not sure if maybe you don't have me saved on your contacts or you lost my number, but really need that Molly. So give me a call back, please.